This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net. You create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to, to step on the landmines that a lot of us do. You yeah. Know, and you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it. Um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah. So click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your host, Northern Guy. And Southern Girl. In today's episode, we are sitting down with some of our, I would dare say, close friends at this point. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, for a podcast, which is, I think it's been a long time coming. Uh, we've, we've, we've tried to connect with them a few times, but... Uh, I think we always get caught up uh, partying and, and always forget to break out the, this is true. <laughs> the podcast gear. This is true. But uh, we're here with Mr. and Mrs. Spice. Welcome, guys. Hey, guys. Hello. How are you? Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. And they are they are remote, but, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're here in our hearts, I think. <laughs> yeah. Always. Well, yes, always. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think where we wanted to start out with you guys is kind of where we start out with, with most um, – lifestyle people we talk to is can you give us the kind of the story of how you guys met and then kind of how you found your way into the lifestyle absolutely well first off thank you for having us and we really miss you guys i think we've been doing like all the events with you guys for like past like handful of months and stuff and i know this last month we divided and conquered and went to do two different events so we miss you guys and we're excited to catch up with you guys soon in august for a podcast uh anniversary so that'll be super fun um, I'm going to let wifey kind of tell the story. I like the way she tells the story of how we kind of got into it. <laughs> okay. Well, we've been together now for 11 years. And I'd say a year into dating, uh, we watched this movie. And I can't for the life of me remember the title of the movie. Um, but basically it was about a group of friends going on a trip together. And eventually they were exploring their sexuality and like, it just turned into like a big orgy. And after the movie, we kind of looked at each other and was like, how do you feel about that? <laughs> we were like, that was a really hot movie. And mind you, we're in college. We're 19 and 20. We're, we just moved away from home. We're just in that exploration stage, but um, we really liked each other. So we were like, let's see like where this can go. And I kind of just took off from there. Um, I think like a couple weeks later, we hooked up with my roommate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Because that, that concept of exploring together, I guess I, that didn't even cross my mind. I kind of thought, hey, you know, when you are in a relationship, that's your focus and that's what you do. And, you know, you're kind of done out there exploring and all that. So after we watched that movie and had that conversation, 
it's like, well, we can explore together. Like, how cool is that? That kind of just never crossed my mind. So um, that was mind blowing to me to be like, I could partner up with this awesome person, have her by my side and explore together. So that's kind of what got us started in the lifestyle. Well, I also wanted to explore my bisexuality, but I was like, I don't want to miss out on dating this awesome guy. So it kind of worked out in my favor. And I do not mind. (laughs) (laughs) Most guys don't. Yeah. And so like you you said, like, okay, the first hookup with with a college roommate or or somebody like that. Did you, you know, was it you were just finding people in college and kind of exploring? Like, at what point did you figure out, like, there's a community of people that this is like a thing for? There's there's a lifestyle of people out there that that are doing this. Did you guys stumble into that? Like, That's a really good question. Because it actually took us quite a while to even know that we were in the lifestyle because uh, we were in college. So we were kind of just exploring with our friends, um, other couples, maybe some parallel play, maybe playing with some unicorns. But mind you, at the time, we didn't know any of the terminology. We just thought we were wild and we were were having fun. (laughs) We just knew we were different than our our vanilla friends. Um, So all these, we were just hooking up with our friends for like the first seven years um, none of them are in the lifestyle now. I think they were just exploring. Maybe it was a one and done for them, but it stuck with us. We were like, no, we're in this forever. <laughs> <laughs> and that awesome. just kind of became part of our, our dynamic exploring together. And we, and we love that. I think that's one thing that kind of like brought us even closer at the time. So it probably mm-hmm. took us a couple years until maybe we went on social media and yeah, saw people using terminology and and I'm like, babe, I think we're swingers. <laughs> and he's like, really? I'm like, I think that's what we are. And I'm like swingers. <laughs> like, oh, that you know, I, I I'm not sure about that. What's a swinger? And you know, you have maybe your preconceived notions on what that is. Um, and then we kind of just started finding similarities and you know terms and stuff that kind of described what we do. And that point was really awesome. A few years into it, because that opened opened the door to a whole new world of oh wow, there's a whole community of people, like minded individuals. Um, and then we really begin, got to begin exploring, maybe, um, going to some clubs, Mm -hmm. um, going to events and meeting new people. So that was a breath of fresh air to, for us to realize, oh, we're, we're not just crazy. Yeah. There's other people like us and it feels good. Yeah. And and so that's, I've, I've, we've kind of talked about this a, a little bit a few times, but we've never really delved into it. How, like what you know, you say you guys are swingers. How would you describe your relationship? Because I've heard you guys say things like you're open to poly. You know, do you, do you have a term? Do you do you know kind of what your where your limits and boundaries are? Or are you guys just kind of open to exploring more? Well, we're definitely open to whatever life brings our way. I would say for the most part, we're. Uh, I'm going to steal this from um, Bella Fourplace. She talks about being like emotionally monogamous. So I have me and her have this that bond emotionally, um, that intimacy, that emotional intimacy where I don't share that with, with anybody else. We're definitely, um, non-monogamous in the sense of, of playing with different partners and all that stuff. But in the past we have, um, had relations with, um, other individuals as well. Yeah, we have. Uh, well, like I said, for a while, we didn't know the terms of what lifestyle we were living. We just knew we were open emotionally physically just to whatever attracted us at the time so we did form emotional connections with a couple of females and um one really close male friend too um my husband is not bi but he did form an emotional connection with his with his best friend and and it was the three of us for a while so we've tried the girlfriend thing um it was pretty great um I'm, i'm open to it again in the future but we're not actively looking like we were in the past. I think that was maybe a goal for us before we were, I was like, I really want us to have a girlfriend. Um, but now we're just kind of like enjoying the swinging part more. I feel right. So, um, as, so currently pressure. you'd say you're more of swingers than you are a polyamorous couple, but yeah, it, yeah. you could, and you if, could be swayed if you found the right people. Exactly. If connections form more, we would just talk about it with the other person or people and, see where that goes we're not we're not like um against it but also yeah. not actively looking for it so exactly just open up whatever life brings our way and that's that mentality we try to have for kind of anything we come across yeah me and Lacey have talked to you know we talk about you guys all the time but it's something we like about you guys that you just you're such a go with the flow and kind of you know mm-hmm. 
you know, very in tune with your emotions, very in tune with kind of, you know, vibes and feelings. And, and it, it's just it's very interesting to see a couple like that. That is just, you know, you don't have hard limits. It's just kind of like, let's see what happens and we'll talk about it and we'll communicate yeah. through it and we'll just we'll just go with it. I think it shows that how long yeah. you've been together and been in the lifestyle. You definitely seem like a seasoned couple who have kind of seen a little bit of everything and probably worked through it where a lot of our friends are probably more newer in the lifestyle, I would say. Would you agree? Yeah. No, I think you guys just have a, a much, I don't know, more open approach, I think, to it than I've yeah. seen with a lot of other couples that are very hard. You know, these are our rules. These are our boundaries. We don't do this. We don't do that. You guys are kind of like, well, we'll just see what happens and we'll go with it and we'll communicate mm-hmm. through it. And, you know, that's we're true. open to yeah. seeing what happens. True. And I think that's the cool thing about the lifestyle is every couple can kind of play it and have it as they like. You know, every couple can have a different set of boundaries, a different set of rules, a different set of preferences. And that's one thing that attracts me to the lifestyle is you have so many people with different mindsets, but everyone's open-minded under the, exactly under this huge umbrella. Um, and you can kind of find other like-minded couples that fit your preferences and your boundaries and what you're looking for. So just, just that openness in general is something that really appeals to us. And I I think that's why we love the community so much. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. We we just had a conversation with, uh, Robert from shameless care and that, that, that episode isn't even out yet, but, uh, we were talking to him kind of about similar things and he was saying he, he isn't sure if it's good communicators that find the, if, uh, good communicators find the lifestyle or if being in the lifestyle makes you a good communicator. But it seems like people in the lifestyle seem to be more in tune with each other and emotions and also better at communicating those um, emotions to each other and and others. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. So, so the next big question is what made you guys kind of go public uh, on TikTok and social media uh, and, and and share with the world uh, this, this, non-monogamy that you had discovered well it all started during quarantine yeah i was gonna say i think during quarantine a lot of people got bored and i heard about the app tiktok and i heard it was very addicting but i was like i'm just gonna go for it i'm just gonna download it i'm bored and i found myself on the non-monogamy side of tiktok and i was like babe this is where we need to be (laughs) i'm like this is where we find our people like this is gonna be so great for us and um you sound like Dan. It kind of, <laughs> right. <laughs> and we at the time too, we were like, you know, I we want to make some extra money. Like I think maybe starting an OnlyFans would be a cool way to show how spicy our sex life could be. I feel like people would be really interested in seeing that. And um that so it kind of went hand in hand. We we were sitting at the kitchen table and we we're like, okay, if we're gonna create a profile we need to come up with a cool name. <laughs> and that's kind of how Life with Spice was born. We were just, we always talk about keeping life spicy. So that just kind of just came off the cuff and we, we ran with it. And I guess here we are today. We just wanted to share our journey because for years and years, um, before we even started creating content and all that, when I first met her many, many moons ago, <laughs> she loved recording our playtime. That was like totally one of her kings. At first, I was like, oh, it made me a little nervous, but it was so much fun. Like we would, we would have some fun. And we, we like low-key sent to our friends. Yeah, we like watch it back. We I would think that's like all swingers. You know, like if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, we have got a lot of flack for recording. Both of us have um, our recording, you know, as swapping with couples. But swingers mm-hmm. as a whole tend to record themselves and send it to their friends. They're just doing it for free. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. it's just it's just hot. Well, we're just typically like sex positive, and we yeah. like to share experiences, give each other new ideas, maybe a sweet brag. Look at this, and I, I, that open mindedness and that fun kind of has always been something on our radar. So when she proposed this idea to, hey, I, I maybe want to start an OnlyFans and, and share, you know, our spicy sex life and meet other spicy people. It wasn't so far-fetched because we've kind of already been doing that for many, many years. So it was kind of like a natural transition, I'd say. And you know what's funny? One of the ways I would like lure our our, our like, girlfriends uh, into the bed was to actually dress up in lingerie and be like, hey, you want to take pictures in the room and like start to feel like sexy? And it's funny because when we do collaborations, that's exactly what we do now. We dress in lingerie and we take pictures and then we film. And I'm like, I always get flashbacks. I'm like, this is what I used to do when I was like <laughs> 21, just like dressing up with girls in lingerie, but not posting them anywhere. Move. Just to have, 
That yeah, that's move, always yeah. been my move, and I'm just like She's laughing like, now. I'm yeah. just doing it as a job. It's so funny. Yeah, we can totally relate to the the moving to OnlyFans being a very easy transition because the same for us. We were taking pictures, we were making naughty videos. So really there wasn't a whole lot of extra work because we were already doing that. It was just a matter of putting them on a website and selling them. So again, totally can relate. That was exactly our mindset going into OnlyFans as well. Yeah, I think it it makes a lot it and and it's funny that uh you know a lot of our friends you know most of our friends are are on on OnlyFans and, and swingers you know it seems it does seem like one goes very in hand with with the other. I mean, we already like to share. I think that's that's part of it. <laughs> exactly, share content, and you get inspiration from others' content too. You go, oh wow, that looks fun. I want to try that. So the sharing kind of you know mm-hmm. gives you some ideas and start the wheels start turning inside of the brain. Oh, I think we'd like that too. So you keep learning. And that's, what's fun about the lifestyle too, is you're always learning so- something new about your relationship, about yourself and other things you can maybe want to try and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it just keeps life spicy all the time. Yeah. So once you guys got on TikTok and social media and started kind of sharing, did people find out, um, did, you know, did people start <clears throat> recognizing you? I mean, you guys have pretty big accounts. Uh, you know, was there any repercussions from, from that? Well, we're lucky in the sense that our reputation precedes us. So it wasn't much of a surprise to any of our friends um, mm-hmm. for us, you know, kind of being non-monogamous or, or you know, being um, on TikTok sharing that. So it wasn't too much of a surprise in, in that regard. Um, as far as family, um, wasn't too much of a surprise for them either. Um, they kind of had their, their hints and whatnot. Yeah. And if you want to talk about that, could probably lead into the story of like my dad and stepmom, how they're also swingers. Um, And when we actually told them, they were like, oh, we've known for years. And I'm like, how? How did you know for years? And like, oh, we just, we just knew. Um, And it was kind of cool to connect with them in that way. Maybe extra flirty with the friend here, yeah. extra flirty with the friend there, going on trips and stuff. I so. think swingers can pick up other swingers. Like, I think we can yes, see lifestyle totally. people. I mean, even down to, like, what they wear. I mean, Dan and I were walking at, the like, the beach a few, like, a month or two ago, and there was a couple walking by, and we both looked at each other and were like, totally lifestyle. So I can see <laughs> how if your parents were swingers, they could pick up those habits of, you know, that y'all had. So yeah. at, at what point, it, you know, this is – this whole your parent, your, you know, your parents being swingers uh, is an interesting thing to me because one of the, you know, and you probably know the same thing. Uh, we get questioned a lot on, oh, what if your children find out? Like, it's going to scar them. It's going to ruin their life. Like, how could you do that to them? Your poor children, um, you know, you coming from the kind of the other side of it, finding out that your parents are swingers. I mean, how did that affect you? When did you find out? Were, were you already in the lifestyle before you figured it out? Or did you find out younger? Like, at what point did you discover that? I probably found out about eight years ago. Um, I always knew, like, they always had hot friends around, like, and they were all always couples. And I knew, like, when they would start to drink, they would be a little touchy. And I would always go to my husband and be like, babe, do you think that they, like, hook up for something? And he's like, nah, that's your dad. Like, don't look at it that way. And I'm like, but I feel like maybe, I don't know. So I overheard him say a couple of stories to their friends while they were partying and some like sexual stories. And I'm like, I think that they are swingers. I don't know. So I think fast forward, maybe years later, I saw on Facebook, one of their friends tagged them in a picture and it said like bliss cruise in the background of one of the pictures. I was like, bliss cruise. So I Google bliss cruise. And the first thing that comes up is swingers cruise. I was like, babe, I knew it. I knew they were swingers. <laughs> so that's yeah. kind of how that happened. Yeah. And I finally told them because I didn't want to run into them at events. And so, yeah, you can go ahead and say the rest of the story. Well, we were going to go on the bliss cruise because it sounded like a really good time, but we kind of had an inkling that they were going to go. So we had friends, um, mutual friends that we all have, uh, Bill and Jace from Foreplay, and they were going on the cruise. So we were like, hey, if you, um, I think she sent them a photo of her parents and said, if you see them, you know, say hi to them. These are our parents. So they actually met her parents on the bliss cruise before we ever met Bill and Jace which was mm-hmm. a great segue for us when we saw her parents um, maybe a month or so later. 
Um, and that opened up the conversation because, hey, you saw our friends over there. Yeah, they were really nice. Uh, it was really good meeting them. How do you know them? Yeah, my dad goes, <laughs> wait, why were your friends on that cruise? And I was like, dad, I'm like, we're swingers too. And he's like, no way. And it was like a really cool connection. Perfect segue. And we spent the rest of the night. I think we were playing Rummy. We spent the rest of the night talking about events and appropriate oh, stories so finally talk showing us. us videos of their vacations yeah. and you know group photos of their friends and we spent the rest of the night just connecting on that and it was honestly really beautiful it was really cool to you know finally speak too? with that so at our wedding my dad invites like 40 of his friends and i was like dad all those people at the wedding were they all swingers and he's like yeah they were and that's why they were so much fun <laughs> yeah. they were the most fun group of people at the wedding for it sure. was really cool so to talk true to him about it like so lifestyle friends they're, they're are the best, right? You know, they I don't really blame are. your dad for wanting to bring him to your wedding. Yeah, if we have another wedding, if you guys are all invited. Oh, <laughs> we'll let's wedding. just do like a big vow rene- renewal, and we'll all get well, well, married. We're gonna have to. We're gonna do a, a swingers wedding for Kylie. I mean, that's gonna oh, be the Kylie next. Oh, Kylie and Brad's wedding is gonna yeah, be yeah. the next. Big <laughs> it sounds like a good time. Yeah, lifestyle wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so when you discovered that they were swingers, you weren't a swinger yet or you didn't know you were a swinger is that or you well, had inklings but you what we, we didn't know we were swingers okay we just like we were playing with our friends at the time like we were kind of like open i guess but we didn't know the term so were you I taken back we i mean you were obviously living a non-monogamous life but you didn't realize you mm-hmm. were a swinger so when you found out that your dad was a swinger did that affect you negatively in any way? I mean, imagine not because you were already kind of living that life and obviously sexually open. But still, when it's no, your parents, yeah. that's a different <laughs> – that's a whole different ball game. No, I, I honestly, like, thought it was amazing. I was like, my dad and I have so much in common. I was like, I, <laughs> I guess, like, this is where I get it from. <laughs> I don't know. It was actually really cool to it, – it took a lot of courage to just – tell him that we were swingers. But I think that when we finally did, it brought us so much closer than we ever were. And so I was actually really excited that I'm like to learn that they were swingers. And it was really nice because a lot of the friends that they have around, they've had these people around for for years, years. like Like my whole relationship with her for over 10 years. I've seen the same couples and all the trips and stuff they go to. And we had a really nice conversation about how it's, it's so much more than just, Playing, of course, you know, playing is an aspect of it and all that, but it goes so much, so much further beyond that. The relationships that you make with people in the lifestyle, because you can have your guard down. These people are open minded. It, it just kind of creates a, and we talk about this all the time when we're at events ourselves and all that, like the, the bond that you create with, with people in the lifestyle is, is something special because you, you know, you can put your guard down and you can kind of be, let your hair down, be yourself, be a little flirty, kind of feel free. So I, I can totally see why their bonds with their friends are are so strong like that. And they travel the world together. They go on all these trips and vacations and, you know, support each other emotionally and, and, and all that. It's just, it was very nice to kind of piece that together and see it from their perspective. And when we found you guys, we were like, I think this is our group of friends like that my dad has. And it, it was yeah. really special to see that connection. It is. Dan always said, like, when we first got together, that his goal was to find a group of people that we could travel and go to parties and go to all these events together as a group. And, I mean, we really have found – you're absolutely correct. We really have found it with each other. And then, of course – all of our other friends as well. It's it's kind of amazing. And it's you're right. You can just be yourself. I think that pe- so many people think it's all about sex. And don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. The sex is amazing. But it's just being around like-minded people that is so rewarding. You can just truly be yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think uh, right, this is a perfect time to segue um, to a break. And then uh, we'll take a word from our sponsors. We'll come back. And I want to talk to you guys a little bit about, um, you know, if you have advice for people that are considering this lifestyle, uh, maybe some of the the misconceptions that are out there about this lifestyle. And we can address some of those and then kind of maybe talk a little bit about this this movement that seems to be forming um, on social media um, that, you know, in the non-monogamy world. Uh, So we'll take a little break and we'll get right back.
The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks. But you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on. And it delays the time that you orgasm. So you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. All right. Welcome back, guys. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. Uh, so we're here with Mr. and Mrs. Spice, and we want to talk a little bit uh, to you guys about um, what you guys would, you know, we, we get a lot of listeners that are new. You guys probably encounter a lot on TikTok. People that are kind of, you know, they've, they've seen a TikTok video or they've, you know, maybe heard the podcast, but they're not really lifestyle people, um, but maybe they're considering it. Uh, so what would what would you say to them? What, what What's the good advice for people like that? The first place I would start, and as cliche as it is, and we we all say this all the time, but have an open avenue of communication. Mm -hmm. First, start working on your communication where you are comfortable speaking with your partner about your ideas, your desires, and you can have no shame or no guilt in expressing those. Um, I I say this often, um, but if you're curious about the lifestyle and you want to bring it up to your partner or you want to try something and bring it up to your partner, a suggestion I throw out every now and then is um, maybe pick their brain about how they feel about that circumstance or that situation um, in the sense of, Hey, you know, I saw this. Um, how do you feel about it? Or instead of asking exactly instead of mm-hmm. asking them because For permission or exactly. Cause um, instead of asking them, Hey, can we do this? Or would you do this? Because it, it could be a tough position being the other partner. Um, you don't want to say no because, you don't want to deny your partner of trying an experience or something, but you might not be comfortable. So maybe you don't want to say yes, because you're not comfortable with it. We also don't want to say no and, you know, break their heart about it. So one suggestion I throw out often is pick their brain, see, Hey, how do you feel about this? Or I saw something, you know, how, how does that make you feel? Have you ever thought about this? Uh, Opening up the, the avenue of communication, I think is a great first step. And once you're in a place where you're comfortable to kind of discuss everything and you, you feel like you can throw all your thoughts on them and, and vice versa, then maybe that's a good place to say, Hey, let's um, check out some, some apps in the, what do we usually suggest? For what? Finding apps. others. Well, what's been I our best say, one? I always <laughs> say TikTok because that's where I've got all my friends. And who would have thought, honestly, that TikTok is where you met some of our, our greatest friends. It's, it's unbelievable. It, it, it's yeah. Really the TikTok cool. thing is weird. It, it's because we, and I don't know if it's because we all were kind of trying to do the same thing, right? So we we all had kind of the same goals. We all have kind of the same, you know, morals and stuff like that. But we're all very, very different people, I think. But with a lot of the connections we've, you know, formed with the influencers and stuff off TikTok, I mean, truly that now I would consider those some of our best friends yeah, in, for our, sure. in our real life right now. Absolutely. I think a lot of people don't understand like our day in and day out of making TikToks, being public, the things that we are going through. So when you find like-minded people like on TikTok, like Mr. Miss Spice, it's they, they get it without having to explain it. And I think that's important and nice mm-hmm. to have. 
Absolutely. Especially with, you know, the, the creation of content, because sometimes those two worlds, the, the content creator world and us being in the lifestyle world, you know, they, they kind of Venn diagram overlap over each other. And, you know, admittedly, those, those two worlds can affect each other. Um, but just because, you know, we create content doesn't mean we're any less lifestyle and, and vice versa. Um, so it's really nice to connect, kind of connect with all sorts of people and, and everyone kind of has a different balance of, of content to lifestyle, um, or how much discretion they use. Um, you can be in the lifestyle. And like we say all the time, you don't have to be public about it. You can be as discreet as you like about it. And that's something that's like very well respected. So you kind of, you know, you run the gamut on, on all of that, whether you're out publicly or, you know, you want to be very discreet and we all respect that. Yeah. Uh, so what would you say are some of the biggest misconceptions that people have about about the lifestyle? Hmm. One of the biggest misconceptions I see um, kind of makes me a little sad is that it's it's a, a solution for a, a sad marriage or to try to repair. Or with that, we're just covered in STDs. Oh, I hate that comment on TikTok. Same. That we get a lot. I feel yeah. like we are the most tested. Yeah community yeah, i agree my my response is always what about that like 22 year old that's on tinder that's fucking everybody who doesn't yeah. ever get tested and probably doesn't wear protection like we're actually mm-hmm. the opposite we always use protection we're tested more frequently than your average mm-hmm. person so we're probably i I'd agree yeah 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 and I, I i agree that's it's just it's just a misfortunate stereotype because your lifestyle um doesn't implicate how you know prone you are, how dirty you are with any SDs, you can be a single male, female, or whatever lifestyle you live. It's really on you how much you get tested and take care of yourself and make that a priority. I know for our case, making content and, and whatnot and going to events, we are very adamant about being tested almost monthly. Um, just religiously, just give us peace of mind. And also just as a courtesy to anybody else we play with. Um, but that's a misconception that we hear that it's, it's kind of a bummer, but What's, you know, on the ST, on the STD thing, I'd say, I think what people don't realize is we are all friends, right? And we do care about each other. So yeah. that, that getting tested and taking care of your health is you, nobody wants to hurt their friends or, or spread diseases to their friends, right? So, so taking that extra time and, and getting tested and then having, you know, conversations about that, using protection, I think that's all, it all goes in, hand in hand with, you know, we are all friends and we want to make sure we take care of each other. That's a really good point, actually. If anything, I'm, I'm like extra motivated because I would never want to hurt my friends in any manner. Um, maybe more motivated than if I, you know, was going out and playing with random people that I might not see again. So, if anything, I think we're a little more motivated to protect our friends and take care of them, and I think vice versa them for us. Yeah. No, absolutely. And then, uh, what what was the next comment you were making, Mrs. Life of Spice? Oh, I was saying that we get that comment a lot where, oh, you're just going to ruin your marriage. Good luck getting a divorce in a few years from now. And I'm like, dang, like we've been doing this for like almost 10 years and it's it's not a solution to our relationship. We just, it enhances it. It's something we like to do together. And I think that that comes from a, a misconception, a place where people can't fathom that you can be in a relationship with somebody, but still explore your life and your sexuality and, and I do understand that because, you know, you're brought up and raised in a certain manner where, hey, when you're in a relationship, this is what you do. These are the rules. These are the boundaries. And when you see other people living outside of those, it can be confusing. And, well, that must be something wrong because I was taught that that's not what you do or I wouldn't do that. So you shouldn't. And, you know, that that's not the case. Um, there's all sorts of types of relationships and styles and dynamics and there is no one size fits all. Whatever works for you, as long as everyone's consenting, everyone everyone's brought you know joy and happiness. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree a hundred percent with with everything you're saying. I, I think it's you know people like you're saying it's it's you know we live in a society where we're taught that relationships look a certain way. So if your relationship looks different than that, then you, you draw all this judgment. Um, and I and I will say. You know, swingers aren't immune to divorce or aren't immune to cheating. Non-monogamous people can do all those things, and it doesn't—it does happen within our community, but no more than a monogamous community. And, and if I had to make an argument, I'd say it's probably less. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're human like everybody else, but I do see um, a lot of strong couples in the lifestyle, and it because it, it takes 
a, it takes a strong relationship to be in the lifestyle. You, you have to, you what have to be thick as these. Swinging isn't for the week. Swinging ain't for the week. <laughs> it's definitely nope, not. We got to have really strong bond, um, that confidence in each other um, and be able to express all your thoughts, emotions, and feelings and do it efficiently. So what we notice couples like you guys and a lot of our other friends, we always gravitate to couples that are have like a super friends. strong bond. That, yes. They're like best friends, mm-hmm. couples that both of them want to see each other, have fun, and pump happy. each other up. Um, so we notice that, that we kind of like tend to gravitate to couples like us with a similar dynamic. Um, and that's refreshing. Well, yeah. Where there's no ego, everyone's vulnerable. It's, it's really refreshing to see. Yeah. We've talked about that on our red flag podcast, the couples that you see that, barely interact or you don't see a, you know, a connection between them, we tend to kind of go the opposite way. We tend to not like to play with couples like that. So I completely agree. Totally. Yeah. We see that a lot where a lot of the couples that we kind of hang out with, you could, you can feel that uh, both the people in the couples see each other as equal and that, and that's really important for us. Very much so. Yeah. So I got a question from Mr. Life of Spices. This is a question I've been, you know, I've been trying yes, to get sir. you on on audio for a while. Oh, really? How, how do you, you know, how do you share your wife, right? Why is that? Why is that okay with you? you know, don't you care about her? Don't you? Don't you love her? How could you possibly share her with another man? <laughs> this reminds me of an awesome conversation that you and I had at a hot tub in Secrets. You remember? <laughs> <laughs> I do remember. <laughs> Which gets me excited to go back. So I, I, I totally understand that when um, someone might make a comment or have the thought of, well, how can you share your wife? You know, that she's precious to you. You got to protect her at all costs. And I, I, I could never share my wife. And I, I do understand that. I, I understand where people are coming from that. But this is how I see it. If I were, if I were to have a really nice luxury car, let's call it a Bugatti. I, I love that Bugatti. I worked really hard on it, you know, to keep it in good shape, take great care of it. And I love driving my Bugatti. I'll do anything for that Bugatti. Well, I have some, I have a best friend or two that, hey, he's really interested in my Bugatti and he would like to take it out for a spin. I trust that best friend. And I know that that best friend will take care of my Bugatti. Not going to harm it or hurt it in any manner. He's going to enjoy driving it. My Bugatti would like to be driven by somebody else. It's a, it's a mutual, it's a mutual agreement there. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I, I care by my Bugatti any less. It doesn't mean I take care of it any less. It means that I trust my friend and I want to share that experience with them. Um, and, but there's no wrong way. Some people might not want to share their Bugattis and that's cool. Um, I'm the kind of person that if I had a Bugatti, Dan, I'll let you take it out for a spin. I want you to try it out. <laughs> let me know how it feels. Yeah. Awesome. No, I think it's a great so way because people do have a hard, a hard time like comprehending, you know, being okay with sharing something that's so that means so much to you, right? And it's I think when we think of our wife or our spouse, like it's very you know for people that aren't in the lifestyle, it must be very hard for them to imagine wanting to share something like that. Um, but I think most people can understand. Like, hey, if you had some food that was really, really good, or if you had, you know, like you're saying, a nice car, you get joy out of seeing somebody else enjoy that thing also, right? Like that, that gives it's you the compersion. The whole concept of compersion, right? And, you know, mm-hmm. I think people outside of the lifestyle, many of them, and even people in, inside of the lifestyle have never even heard that word. That's a, it's a foreign concept to them, right? We all know jealousy. Yeah. We all know, we all know, you know, uh, you know, vulnerable and you know uh you know hate we all you know we all know those feelings right but the idea of sharing something and and getting you know getting joy out of sharing that thing um you know i think it's a foreign concept to a lot of people and i think it's something that a lot of non-monogamous people absolutely understand yeah and that's how i feel with my husband i i think he's the best person i've ever met He's hilarious. He's so cute. He's so fun in bed. I kind of feel selfish if I kept that all to myself. And that's why I love to share him with friends. I, I And I love to see that joy that he gets when he's being flirted with or being loved on and being appreciated by whoever it is. I, I love seeing him happy. And, and, that, and that's possible because we've you know, it's been many years of building a foundation where we are solid in ourselves and our relationship where we both know that an interaction with somebody else 
isn't going to jeopardize or threaten our bond at all. It's not going to take away anything um, from ourselves. If anything, like we were talking about compersion, it's going to make us happy to see the other one, you know, receive joy, pleasure, happiness. Um, And and one thing I did want to mention when we were talking about, you know, the sharing of the Bugatti or of the food too, is I do understand that that can be a lot for somebody um, because sex is uh, synonymous almost with, with intimacy. And that's understandable. Um, but the intimate, the, the intimacy, like romantic inti- intimacy and love, that's something that is just between her and I, mm-hmm. um, when we're dancing or, you know, when we're having playtime, um, when we're playing with other people, um, that playtime, it's, it's fun. It is intimate, but it's, it's on a different level. It's, it's not so much the romantic love intimacy. It's more like dancing with a fun partner. You know, we, we got a group going, we're enjoying each other's company. It's really fun. But I dance differently with my wife than I would with another dance partner. Um, so that kind of helps differentiate um, when we are sharing or, or playing kind of how, how the boundaries are there um, from a, a mental side anyway. Yeah, no, I think that's a good it's a good way of, of putting it. And it definitely, you know, it, it does get confusing, right? And we, we had a conversation with, uh, you know, John and Jackie from Colette's about, about, you know, and I think Lacey used the term, well, I, you know, I'm, um, uh, you know, uh, monogamous with my feelings and stuff like that. And, you know, and Jackie actually, you know, questioned that a little bit like, well, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but, but truthfully you, you have feelings and, and emotions to, to, with every person that you engage with. It's just different with your primary partner than it is exactly. with, with, other, Absolutely. with other people. And it, it, you know, you can kind of start, I think, you know, the more you d- dive into this, the more it kind of opens your mind to, you know, saying like, Okay, well, it's okay. I can say I love Mr. and Mrs. Life with Spice. That doesn't necessarily mean I want to be in a polyamorous relationship with them and live in the same house with them and and pay bills together and do all that stuff, right? Because I don't want that type of partnership with them, but I can care about my friends and I can have sex with my friends, but that, that can be separate from the relationship that I have with my wife. Uh, and I, yeah, I get I once you start blurring those lines, it can get confusing for some people. But for me, I think the, the more I've gotten into this lifestyle the more I've been kind of okay with some of those lines getting a little blurry. Is it, is that similar to you? Yeah. I think it's a difference between loving and being in love. I feel like that that's a huge. And, and there's so many varieties, so many forms of love. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you can have different love between so many different people. I love so many people in my life. I, I love them very much. I might love each of them in a different manner, but I love them nonetheless. And I think, uh, kind of what you were going on being in lifestyle helps me explore that. I, I love all my friends and all, you know, all of our people and her and it just, it's a, it's a unique type of love for every partner and every friend. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, so I guess, you know, kind of the, the last question I had written in my, my notes here is, do you think we're, is there a movement? Are we changing things? Us, you know, all these silly TikToks and podcasts and being out here and, and talking about things. Is that is that making a difference? Um, what do you think? I, I'd hope so. I, I'd hope so. Yeah. I, I would say undoubtedly so, because, um, you know, we, we do receive a lot of amazing feedback and messages from from our, our friends online. Say, hey, you know, um you guys maybe motivated us to go try at a local club or mm-hmm. we had some spicy time after watching some of your content. It opened the conversation to this or that. And those are those are our favorite types of messages when, you know, a couple will message you and say, hey, you know, you made us you inspired us to think about this or try this out, because that's that's what we're all about. As cliche as it is, keeping it spicy is yeah. kind of always been our thing to keep life exciting, keep your curiosity up and keep I always have something to look forward to. Um, so receiving that feedback, I, I hope that's indicative of that there is some sort of um, movement um, in some manner and to destigmatize the lifestyle um, because it's it's not as scary as, as people might think it is. And it helps you discover a lot about yourself and, and your relationship. Um, but that's never our, our main aim. We're just, we just want to, you know, share our lives with the world. And I think, by what we're all doing, uh, all of us here, that kind of comes, kind of comes naturally, honestly. Yeah. I think us going to all these events together is fantastic. Cause every time we go, we meet a bunch of people that are like, this is our first time at a club and you inspired us to yeah. be here. We want to meet you guys, but we also wanted to explore the lifestyle and because of you we're here and we're exploring. And I think that that's 
amazing. Especially like there's a difference between, yeah, exactly. Like getting those messages online are fantastic, but seeing it come to fruition in person when they're like, I'm here because of you. This is our first time at a club ever. And I'm like, hell yeah. Like that's amazing. Like I I think that's so cool. They're actually taking the steps with their partner to be more open, whatever that might look like. It's, I think it's just super cool. And I I think that we should just keep going to events and doing this. Let's keep doing it. (laughs) Yeah, no more separate events. <laughs> no, no more separate. I, we missed you guys so much. I, I think we like FaceTimed and went live and we even did TikToks together from yeah. like, two separate sides of the country. We did. Obsessed much. Yeah, it's okay. It's a good obsession. Well, I th- you know, I yes. think it's worth noting people that haven't been following us that maybe this is the first podcast they've listened to or something like that. Um, you know, Life of Spice and, and us and a few other creators were kind of the first, not the first, but we were the, you know, we, we kind of melded the word swing talk and we kind of started pushing it and we kind of formed this kind of alliance small group of us uh, yeah you know, there was only four you know us and, and you guys and for our play and a few others you know like we're kind of the, the the originals that kind of really started pushing this thing uh on social media and and it's it is amazing to me you know in the last year how how much is it it's exploded you know i mean i think there was a hundred thousand swing talk views you know when we started posting with that hashtag there's almost two billion at this point in time you know what wow. i mean two billion mm-hmm. in a year like it you know i think undoubtedly it, there's some type of movement right i don't want to get you know too up, up, up in arms about it but there definitely are a lot more people that are open to the idea of the lifestyle and i see new faces on tiktok you know, posting non-monogamous videos every single day now, it seems mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. where a year ago when we started, I knew every one of those faces and they were yeah. probably in a group chat with us, you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I definitely think things are changing. I love that when we see some new faces, um, we'll be like, yes, more people to the team, more people, yeah. you know, embracing the lifestyle. It makes me happy every time I see, you know, a new couple or new account go up and they're embracing lifestyle um, and they're mm-hmm. out there in the open because I know it takes a lot of courage um, sure to be out in the open um, and again, you don't have you can you don't have to be out in the open if you want to be in the lifestyle. You can be as discreet as as you need to for your circumstance. Um, but when we do see somebody go out there and embrace the lifestyle, it is really appreciated, and it's like getting a new team member. So we're we're happy. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way of looking at it. And I, you know, and I, and I think you know, are we the new generation of swingers where it's finally going to be okay to say? Yes, I'm a non-monogamous person, and, and I'm proud of that. You know, I I feel like for our group, you know, it, it it definitely is, and I don't think, you know, I don't think there was many people that would do that. I, I can think of a handful, and we we know a lot of them, but you know, that's kind of a new concept, I think, in the lifestyle to be able to put your face out there and say this is this is me. I'm part of this community, you know, and I love it, and these are my friends, and and it's okay that that we do this. I think we are the new generation because going back to my dad for an example. Oh, I had to make sure I'm like, dad, what app are you on? And he's like, I'm on SDC. I'm like, okay, cool. Cause I'm on SLS. <laughs> and I was like, do you guys, you guys have your faces on there? And he's like, no, we just have our bodies. And see, like, and that's what I noticed a lot on profiles is just, they, they had their faces, but like for us, for example, we have our faces out there. So I would hope to think that we are the new generation. That's like, don't hide your faces anymore. Like just be you. There's nothing wrong with being we're very blessed to be in a, in a position where we are independent, um, you know, financially and career wise, where we can put ourselves out there and it's not going to jeopardize our careers, our jobs or our relationship with our family or friends because we are open about it and everyone supports us on that. So we are very lucky to be in that position where we can be open about it. So we are happy to do that because we know there, there might be some people that would like to and, and they can't. So, um, you know, we do that for them, too. Yeah, and I think that's the key, right? So if if we're the new generation and we're okay, you know, showing our faces, I, you know, I'm very vested in the fact that we need to do everything in our power to make sure that we can change things so that er anybody that at least wants to be um, can have that without fear of, you know, repercussions from from making that decision. Um, And I'm not sure how how we do that yet, but, uh, uh, you know, we're working on it. We're working (laughs) on it. Stay tuned. (laughs) Please support us. Just keep being ourselves and, and genuinely yeah. share a journey. Just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. We'll show the world, you know, we are normal people. We just live a little differently, but it's not so different. We just live life a little spicier, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what it's we like. Live a life of spice. Keeping yeah. life spicy is what it is all about. I There's a quote that I always remember. Um, most men, maybe women, leave, uh, they live uh, lives of quiet desperation. And 
I don't, I'm very lucky that with my partner, I don't have to live a life of desperation. I can express my, my deep, my deepest desires and curiosities with her. Um, and we hope to inspire that in other relationships as well. Yeah. yeah. No, you know, it's somebody that, you know, you guys have been together forever, but you know, somebody coming from a previous marriage and, and have gone through divorce, having a partner that you can share anything with and not, and not have not be afraid of judgment or not be afraid that they're going to, you know, think less of you. That that is a powerful a powerful thing and I think, you know, that's that's something pretty unique to 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 us in the community that you know, there's a lot of other monogamous people out there that, you know, have maybe kinky desires or spicy desires or however you want to list it that they just, you know, they have to go hide in the bathroom and look on some of these websites to to kind of, yeah. you know, embrace that and that they can't openly do that with their partner. So, I, I think that is something that you know, is great to have in a partner. Yes. Yeah, sometimes after we'll have a fun night or something, we'll, we'll go back to the room and we call it bro. And out and be like, dude, this part was oh awesome. God, that's insane. That was crazy. <laughs> and, then, and we'll go into like, we're, we're best friends. Like, this is so fun. I love my life. I like you. high five. I'm like, you're my best friend. <laughs> and then I get sad it. and be like, I would, I want everyone to have this. Like, I, yeah. I wish everyone could, could have what we have and, and just have that like best friend, that romance, that everything in one. And, um, I, I just, I wish everyone can have that. That's a, it's a great mission uh, to be on. So as we kind of wrap up here, any final thoughts that you'd like to share with the, the, the swing nation, the nation of swingers, uh, all the people that are listening uh, right now to life of spice, uh, any last words for them? Be yourself. Life is too <laughs> short to not be yourself. That that's the gist of it. Um, well, always try to live a life of spice, no matter what that may look like for you. Just, Love it. just try because life is too short. Just, just try to spice it up. Keep it spicy. <laughs> Keep it spicy. I love that. Um, and if people are interested in you and your content and learning more about you, where's the best place they can go to find this beautiful, sexy couple? I might add. Lifeispice.info. <laughs> All right. So uh, yep. head over to lifeofspice.info. Check out Mr. and Mrs. Spice. Um, we love them. Uh, we they, do. They've, you know, th- these guys are professionals. They don't They don't mess around. They've, they they taught uh, me and Lacey a thing or two. <laughs> they have. Um, both inside and outside the bedroom. Uh, yeah. So, she keeps us on schedule, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're yep. happy to have you I'm the you guys. project coordinator. You are. We need one in every group. Yeah. Happy that you're there for that. Yeah. It's, a, it's always a pleasure doing business with y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't think of a better couple to be uh, part of this team. And, we, you know, I think we've really been on this journey over the last year together with you guys. And it's, it's nice. It's nice to be able to have that. It, it means a lot to us. Mm-hmm. So we, we say, thanks like for taking the time out to sit down with us. I, I know there's lots of people that have been waiting to for this podcast episode. So uh, we're excited to get it out there. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for having us. And thank you, everyone, for your support. All right. And I think with that, folks, remember, in a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.